And welcome! You have found yourself at the Monkey Magic Podcast, a light-hearted and affectionate look back at the classic TV series Monkey, produced by Nippon TV and adapted from the classic Chinese novel Journey to the West. This podcast will take a nostalgic look back at this morals-infused adventure and consider what lessons we could learn for the 21st century. My name is JP. In this week's episode, an invisible wall separates the land of night from the land of day. The blood-sucking Queen of the Night terrorises the inhabitants of her land, while everyone in the land of day is forced into slavery by their merciless king. Tripitaka finds the task of reuniting night and day very difficult, especially when Monkey becomes hopelessly besotted with a pretty girl and Pigsy falls for a lady of the night. Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast with me, your host, JP. Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast. This week, episode 11, The Difference Between Night and Day. Reminder, this review will be spoiler heavy. So if you haven't seen the episode, go off and watch it, then come back. So what was going on in this episode? So we meet the pilgrims who encounter an invisible wall. Monkey says it is magic but it manages to tear a hole in it. So on one side of this wall is night, and on the other side it is day. Monkey says the land on the other side, the night side, belongs to someone called the Queen of Night. Quite quite appropriate, right? Light side is run by the King of Day. Again, appropriate. And it would seem to be that they used to be an item. Pixie said it's because of the divorce. What divorce? She divorced the King of Day and they built that curtain together. His side, it's always light. Then we must go there. Eh? Think of all their suffering. Who's suffering? Right, but they are divorced. So one of the themes of this week's episode, I think, is probably no-fault divorce. So that would have probably came with Ronald Reagan's presidency in the US. So this is probably what that's all about. So clearly at one point in the past, the King of Day and the Queen of Night were, you know, they were happy to be kind of twilight or something like that. There was probably, you know, irreconcilable differences and over time, you know, she's not feeling it anymore or he quite fancies like, you know, the the dawn or something like that. I don't know, like there's there's maybe another princess dawn or something like that that's getting involved. I mean, certainly, though, it is noticeable that Sandy does point out that it's the Queen of Night who has actually filed for divorce. So it might very well have been that the king was maybe thinking it's cheaper to keep her, but she's not really wanting to keep that situation going. That's just one of those things. 
whatever's happened to give rise to this divorce that's happened and, and that's now that's one's on one side and one's on the other. And then we've got these pilgrims in, in, in between, effectively. So what it turns out to be is the Queen and her followers over on the night side, well, they're vampires, right? How this worked before their divorce is not really that clear. But let's just not ask too many questions, right? It's magic. And effectively, in this the, the night side, it's like it's, a, it's horrible, right? It's like basically they're just feeding on humans and stuff like that. Pigsy, however, well, he just finds the queen, like, hot, right? Every week he seems to find someone hot, right? He's just like a bit of a one-trick pony, or one-trick piggy. And even though she's a vampire, he's still up for her. He tries to to hug her. She bites him and he just says it tickles. But she's she's trying to, like, suck his blood, but doesn't doesn't like the taste. He's no human, right? He he doesn't care. So he's he's just basically he's bespotted to this this queen of the night. I don't know if that's really just a, is that could that be a uh, maybe it means like she's a prostitute? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. anyway, Pigsy's Pigsy's keen on her. That's the bottom line. Monkey is trying to find Pigsy, but he finds a girl sleeping in this night world and well it's fair to say like monkey normally doesn't really get his head turned but he gets his head turned massively with this girl he's enchanting with her her name is min min and she's not bad she's not a vampire she's she's just a human but amazingly she says she used to have a pet monkey when she was a kid who she named the great sage equal of heaven. Like, I mean, what's the chances? What is the chances? So, I mean, this is just music to monkey's ears. She likes monkeys. Great sage. Like, it's fanning his ego. And she's hot. That's the main thing. She is hot. Pigsy, meanwhile, has told Tripitaka and Sandy that the the king of day and the queen have, have divorced. And I don't know why, but it seems to be that the king, the king, the queen's a the queen's a vampire, right? But the king is a vulture. He's running like the slave paradise where he is, right? So that, that's it's like it's no a better place to be than the queen's, right? It's it's horrible too. But what I couldn't quite believe is Tripitaka seems to be playing matchmaker. He's wanting them back together. Like, you know, the two of them are horrible. Like, do they deserve each other? Or maybe it's like, the two of them are so horrible that if they back together, then maybe they'd get better. I don't know. I don't know if that's what he's at. But I tell you who's not up for this. Pigsy. Pigsy's having an absolute blast in this land tonight. Eating, drinking, singing, dancing, cracking on to the queen. Like, it's sort of implied that he's kind of... He's sleeping with her. I don't know. I, maybe he's not, but that's implied. And even though Tribitak is saying, we, you know, we really should be getting these back two together, he's not interested. 
eating, sleeping. There's nothing better in the world. I like drinking all day. And the night I'm drinking and sleeping at your side. As you get queen, I mean, everything's better at night. Happy time! It's, and you know, it's hoes before bros, right? As far as Biggs is concerned, because what, walking all that way to India, oh, why would you want to do that when you're, you know, you're cracking on here? And look at all the booze there is. Oh. Eventually, however, the situation arises where the king does encounter them. What would be the normal reaction to that? They're divorced, right? No. He's utterly jealous of Pigsy. Why? He's been divorced. I've been informed you're living with a pig monster. What's that to you? Oh, but like, I didn't want anyone else to have her. You know. So yeah, eventually the there's a, there's a fight. So probably the, the queen's quite liking that in a sort of a sort of sly way because you know she's probably quite likes the attention. Meanwhile, back over with Monkey. Call of Heaven? That's what the leader's called. Didn't you know that? Uh-huh. He was a bit of a sissy, though. He always wanted to hold on to me. Who is... Like, he's so enamoured with this girl, right? Which is... I mean, this is the domain of Pigsy normally, right? But Monkey's called us this week. He's basically in love with her. Unfortunately, one of the downsides of that for Monkey is... For him to feel love, he loses his magic. And isn't that sometimes the case in real life as well? You know, you kind of, you, you're, you're wisecracking and all that kind of stuff gets drilled right down. That's what Monkey's got here. So even when he's he's been trying to to, to fight people, you know, he, he takes the, the bit of hair from his chest. His magic is gone. That's 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 the the downside for monkey. So whenever he's trying to do magic, it's it's not working. To, when he's trying to fight people, it's not working. So effectively, he is he's powerless now because he's in love with this girl. Tributaka, meanwhile, is still trying to he's still trying to get the king to to go back to the queen. Like I don't maybe he's got money on it or something. I don't know, maybe the bookmakers or something like that was chances of a reconciliation was like a million to one in Tripitaka's. Maybe Buddhists don't bet, right? But uh, he, he's definitely invested in it. There's a slave escaped from the land of day into the land of night. And he wants to be reunited with Min Min. Min Min is this girl that Monkey is besotted with. And here, you know... Sandy actually steps in and says, there you go. There are pictures of the two of them. It's one of those things, she's got a boyfriend. Like, when when was she going to mention that? Right? Monkey is, like, all over her, and she's loving it. But as soon as this guy comes, it's like, oh, actually, I've, I've got a boyfriend. Like, when was that going to get brought up? As you can imagine, like monkeys, like like seriously cheesed off with that. Give me a break, right? There's, there's four words, right? Well, I've got a boyfriend. 
Back in the main plot, the queen, who's still kicking around with Pigsy, leads the vampire army into the village, and a battle begins. Monkey appears, and the queen says, listen, Pigsy, you need to fight him. So, again, it's hoes before bros, right? How are we going to be fighting Monkey? Like, he's been your ally for the last ten weeks, but now you're with this chick. You're going to follow her. It's a wee bit like, you know, that, I suppose I've said a few people, like, it's a wee bit of the, the Yoko Ono effect, you know? But, um, anyway, things come to a head where Tripitaka arrives with the king. And I think because of the slave and Minmin, they can sort of see a way that, hang on, there maybe is a reconciliation that is possible here. King of the day? A word, sirs. When we separated, you gave me your word, didn't you? You said that there would be no contact between night and day and between our subjects. No fraternising, that's right. Yet this man was caught. Caught in the land of night. Was he? He got through the curtain. They say love will always find a way. Devotion in a man is admirable. And Tripitaka says, you know, love will always find a way. But the, the lovers are going to be killed until Monkey intervenes. Says he's over her, right? It's like, ah... She's never told me she had a boyfriend. Fine. Just move on. But the good news is his magic's working again, right? He's got a great quote, right? So clearly these two are in love and they were prepared to both die for each other. So Monkey's like, you two die for each other? Buggered if I would, says Monkey. Which is interesting line to use for a kid's TV. I think it was on at five o'clock in the evening. But... Min Min and Tom Tom are together, and amazingly, like, Tripitaka's going to be collecting at the bookies because the king and the queen have got back together. Curtain is lifted. Monkey, yeah, he is sad that it never quite worked out with Min Min, but ultimately, you know, he's on the way to India, right? It's no he was going to hang around there. If it's Pigsy, of course, he would definitely be hanging around there. And then we have this quote from the narrator. As there are questions which have no answers, so there are answers to questions that were never asked. Oh, yeah. There's a good joke when Tripitaka says, I'd like you to reconcile to your ex-wife. And the king goes, return to that old bat? Because, I mean, she is a vampire, right? So, what was the episode about? So, I think probably one of the minor themes this week is, yeah, I suppose Monkey turning in his single life because he becomes utterly enamoured by this uh, local lass. And is it a euphemism that... He has lost his powers. So his witty repartee, his being able to fly, his effectively his independence, right? That's what it is. It's his, his charisma, his, his je ne sais quoi, right? Monkey as the essence. It's all lost. 
because he's went head over heels with this lady. And he's only really up for her because she's saying she liked monkeys when she was a kid. So he's sort of going, "Ah, you know, you're up for me before you even... Before you even knew that I existed, therefore it's sort of like what would you say, like soulmates? Do you think that's what it is? Now, whether you believe in such a concept or not, who knows? But Monkey, the key thing is he's now powerless because he's bought so far into it that all he can see is her. His powers, now that he wants to use them, he's weak. Yeah, I think that's what the authors were getting at there. The danger of putting all your eggs in the one basket. And particularly when that basket is formed by a a childhood memory that it was somehow destined to be. Probably not. And that ultimately is Monkey's downfall when he hears those words that we knew were coming. I've got a boyfriend. I saw her outside. I've just seen her holding hands with her boyfriend. <laughs> what boyfriend? Where? Interestingly, only coming out when his powers have vanished. I've lost my magic. It's gone. I can't concentrate. Right? There was no boyfriend getting mentioned earlier in the story. Yep. A lesson there, indeed. Another theme this week was... How would you put it? Ditching your mates and your job and your boss because you're tempted by a lady of the night. That's Pixie, right? He is went hook and sinker for the Queen of Night. And what's happened in weeks 1 to 10? Who cares? That's where I am now. A drinking, sleeping, beating, dana, dana, chichi, everything's better at night! Like, there's, there's never really a comment at the end that anyone picks up to say, Hey, Pixie! You, you were actually signed in with the baddies this week. Do you, do you have anything to say about that? You, you'd think you'd get kind of chastised by Dripitaka or, or Monkey. But but nothing said. Maybe the writers forgot about it. Who knows? But he'd basically been the villain. But it's, it's immediately forgotten. Maybe. I mean, we've seen other episodes where... Where Pigsy has misbehaved and Trippy Tacker normally gives him some kind of penance, like walking behind them, or you know, he has to scout early for the food. And that's for relatively small things. In this episode, he's actually siding with the baddies. And he's prepared to sort of say, Yeah, monkey, I know him, but listen, we weren't really that close. I'm quite happy living here with you vampires in the, you know, the, the the night kingdom or the night queendom. And and not a word from Trippitaka. Nothing. 
maybe he was not aware of it. You could say that. Or maybe everyone has just been overjoyed by the fact that not only uh, are the young couple back together, although Monkey's not really too happy about that, but more importantly, the King of Day and the Queen of Night are reconciled. And anything that's happened up to that point is just got a big red pen through it. I think it's probably that. Wow. Just shows you. I wonder what else he could have got away with. He's some guy. Original transmission for this one. UK, 15th of February 1980. Japan, 10th of December 1978. And Australia, the 20th of May 1981. The narrator jumps in to say, Sometimes it is easier to say love than admit to being scared. So that's true, isn't it? So probably, although there was a bit of a pretense put up by both the King of Day and the Queen of Night, ultimately, they were both a little bit scared. Scared to admit they still had feelings for each other. Yep. Join us next week when we will be on episode 12, which is called Pearls Before Swine. Catch you then. Listening to the Monkey Magic Podcast, an affectionate look back at the iconic Japanese TV series Monkey. Monkey is available on Blu-ray and DVD from Fabulous Films and will be coming to a streaming service to you soon. Meantime, please like, share and if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you at monkeymagicpodcast at gmail.com. My name is JP. Thanks for listening.